1: Hey, listen up, past, present, and future MyBookie players. During Thanksgiving week, my Bookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears-Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congrats. You've got extra holiday spending money. If you lose, congratulations to you as well. My Bookie will give all your money back. It is a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. Crazy, right? It doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer. My bookie welcomes all to come play. So quit waiting around and sign up today. Do you find yourself wanting to bet on sports but have a lot of questions? Don't sweat it. MyBookie's patient customer service team can walk you through the process. And the best part is, if you join this Thanksgiving week coming up, you'll still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign-up offer. Just log on to MyBookie.ag and make your first deposit with promo code ZABE. MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar, and that's on top of the risk-free bet. Let me repeat, that's a guaranteed deposit match and risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply can't lose. Root for your team this year, but get in on the action and hop on the gravy train with my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. Stay tuned for a special presentation.
2: DJ Cox, don't say
1: anything. Okay. All right, he is not just about fantasy football. He's about a lot of things television, video games, life. Paul Charchin, fanball.com. Yo, hello. Hello, you are live on the air. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I like okay. And can you hear your theme song now?
2: Hey. No. Pepper,
1: settle down back there.
2: I know, peppers, peppers, pepper and scraps are having a bit of a melee. All
1: right, here you go. You can hear it right now. Good old uh, take off to the great white north. Hey, hoser. <laughs> there you go. You can hear it
2: now, right? Yes. Good through I... you, through your speakers, but yes. Well,
1: it's being delivered down the line to you uh, through yeah. my phone. It's not great. Yeah. It's not great, It'll but work. that's just because we got a phone connection. Anyway, Charge joins us for a very special after school special
0: <laughs> outside
1: of mere fantasy <laughs> to Shh. talk about streaming, television, entertainment, pop culture, geekery, toys, things, all these things that we don't get to talk about when we're concentrating on who to start or sit. Which is sad.
2: Uh, what? It is sad. I, I missed, I missed, you know, I missed just, you know, off season when you and I just were talking about, you know, whatever we want to talk about gadgets and tech and, you know, whiskey, stuff. whiskey. Yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
1: you know, uh, the liquor store in town changed, uh, locations. I, I rolled up to it here and I was like, <gasps> what happened to it now in Virginia? I don't know what the laws are in Minnesota. For hard liquor, you have to go to an ABC store, an Alcohol well, Bureau control, something or another.
2: Right? Oh, jeez. Okay.
1: And so, it, you know, there's specific stores that sell the hard liquor. You can sell beer and wine in, in the grocery store. No big deal. So, okay. uh, so yes. Oh, by the way,
2: stop. Just stop there, because alcohol is different in beer and wine than it is in whiskey.
1: Bro, you are talking about the Commonwealth of Virginia. Well, well, the state legislature is located down south, okay? You understand me? In (laughs) Richmond. And that's the Bible Belt down there. Northern tip of Virginia, you know, I think we fought for the north in the war. I can't be sure about that. But <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> it's, a, it's a it's a, totally different dynamic down there. So there are laws that in Virginia don't make much sense, but they are what they are. So anyway, so the uh, ABC store changed locations. Thankfully, I, I see this empty husk of a store where I used to get my brown goodness. And I'm yeah. like, no. And I go up and I see the sign and says it's on the other part of town. And I go, okay, I know where that is. And I go to the new store. It's an old Blockbuster. An old <laughs> Blockbuster charge. That had hung in and hung in until I want to say really? five years ago. Yeah. No way. And this will tie into our streaming discussion because of how things have evolved. But yeah. the uh, the the new liquor store, I'm convinced, even though the gal at the counter said she wasn't sure if it had, I'm convinced the new liquor store has more brands of mm. the delicious brown in it because it's a larger store.
2: Yeah, they could They got more shelf space. That's very possible.
1: Exactly. I saw some bourbons and some some whiskeys I'd never seen before, and I can't mm-hmm. wait to try them out.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, let's. I love talk, it. Let's talk now, streaming. On, just once, yeah, okay, before, before we get before we get off whiskey. Okay. Yes. All right. Go ahead. Well, I just my bit on, on Blockbuster is very short. There was some Nexus Day, some day that was the last day that blockbuster could have purchased netflix that blockbuster was still the bigger game in town and netflix netflix was mostly just mailing disks to everybody around the country there was you know there was some period of time and for many years when blockbuster could have afforded it and they were bigger and they could have been forward thinking enough to buy they passed. netflix And they, and they passed and, you know, it had to have come up with their executives in the boardrooms and, you know, and they never decided to do it. There was, and there was some day when they, they passed the Delta or the Nexus and it was over and it was never the same for Blockbuster again.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm sure years later or not that long afterwards, as the rise of Netflix came upon us, that someone was like at Blockbuster we're, we're closing another hundred stores. Why the hell didn't we buy, buy Netflix well, you know, yes. Carl Johansson, who was, uh, at the time, our division of North American distribution, said, don't do it. There are nothing. Right. The model won't work. Uh, where's Carl today? I don't know. He's gone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he, he's he's running a shoe shine. That's <laughs> or, where Carl is right now.
1: Or more likely, he's in some other overpaid, upper management position with another company, and he brags about his tenure at Netflix, and he probably claims, oh, no. I told the board, we've got to acquire, oh, yeah. we've That's got to it. acquire Netflix.
2: <laughs> and, and they wouldn't listen to me. I pounded my fist on the table and I said, digital streaming is the future. Right. We can't keep going, relying on physical media. It's a changing world. And they wouldn't listen. No, we, no, no.
1: What I've learned in adult life, in adult corporate life, is that corporate shitheads always get recycled. You rarely get a corporate shit who has made a huge mistake strategically with their company that is then serving you at Applebee's some weekend.
0: (laughs) That's the dream.
1: I've never heard of it. You know, it's like Jamie Horowitz at Fox, who ran Fox Sports into the ground, sexual harassment lawsuit, completely disgraced. Who puts him on his lifeboat? Why none other than John Skipper. The cocaine oh, addict who ran ESPN into the ground with about a lot of bad decisions, like uh, the the Jamel Hill uh, Michael S- yeah. Smith Sports Center, and with the studio that cost too much in Manhattan, he ends up at DeZone and it's a cush job. Who knows if the mm. is going to end up successful? But he brings on Jamie Horowitz as his buddy from the ESPN. Funny. Place.
2: That's part of it, though, right? Is you know, as you work your way up the corporate chain, and you you know, you get to this middle management, middle of life kind of time, and you've at that point you've you've networked yourself yep. into uh, into having all of these acquaintances that are at your level, so that even when you make horrible decisions that screw up your company, right. cost tens or hundreds or even thousands of jobs, you're so well networked and you can spin it however you want, and yep. your buddies can bail you out.
1: Exactly. There's always an excuse. Oh, you know what? A hostile takeover. Or we didn't see the supply chain getting disrupted by, you know, the avian flu. Pick a reason. (laughs) Any reason. Doesn't matter. Okay, that said, let's talk streaming because Charge has cut the cord. Charge cut the cord and he moved. The next thing is to change his name legally, and maybe to change his sexual orientation. We're not sure about that last part. But a lot of changes well, in your life. Been, it's always
2: been—it's always been very malleable, though. Honestly, we are going to be frank about okay. it. Okay. All <laughs> right. So, how
1: is the how is cord cutting land treating you so far?
2: I I reattach the cord. Oh snap! And you said I'd do it, and, and I, you said I'd do it from the beginning. And in 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 fairness to me, I said you might be right, but I didn't want to. But it was a, it was it was what really got me, Zabe, was Sundays during football season. It was two things: not having the Directv Mix channel with the eight games at once which killed me okay. and the 45 to 60 second delay, because as, as somebody who follows me on Twitter, as you know, Sundays are nothing just, they're just a tweet fest for me, right? It's one to 200 tweets over the course of a football Sunday. If I'm a minute behind the action, I can't, I can't be tweeting. Some I'm, 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 it's already dead a minute later. There's nine other people that have already made the same quip or observation that I have. And so I couldn't survive it. I could not survive it. So when I went to the new house, I just said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to get direct TV back. Now, if it makes, if it makes any consolation, I was paying 180 a month and now I am paying 90 a month for okay. the same service.
1: That's a win. So That's a that win. Is, it could be a teaser a like, rate though. I've, have you read the articles is. about how AT&T desperately wants to get out of the TV business now? That they've basically realized this was all a big mistake. It's not their core mm-hmm. competency, and they're losing their ass on it. They would love to sell Netflix. or They would love to sell Directv tomorrow if they got the right price.
2: Yes, and the, the right price at some point might be nothing. I mean, there's you know, there's nothing. a scenario out there where they're they just want it off the books. That's possible. Keep in mind, Directv has changed hands, changed ownership like six times. Everybody who buys it ends up coming to this same conclusion sooner or later, that it's it's an unsustainable model. Now, do you know what makes it so unsustainable, by the way?
1: Physical costs of equipment, customer service, constantly unjamming people's receivers. I don't know. Sports. Oh, the programming. Yeah, well, the programming is also ridiculous.
2: It is. And it's the, it's these regionals, right? So the, you know, the regionals are, you and I have talked about this before, but not in, not on Zabecast. The regionals are a killer. The, you you take, you know, my regionals, Fox Sports North. What is your, what's your regional there?
1: Uh, Two of them, Masson, which is baseball and Comcast Sports Washington, or, well, I'm sorry, NBC Sports Washington, formerly Comcast. NBC Sports Washington carries the hockey and the basketball. Yep. But no football, no baseball. Masson carries baseball for both the Orioles and the Nationals.
2: Got it. Let's take NBC, uh, what'd you call it, NBC? Sports Washington. S- Sports Washington. So they pay a ton of money for the Capitals and for the uh, the Wizards, right? Yes. Tons. And they can make up some of that revenue from ads, but mostly what they really need are the revenue that comes from the satellite and the cable and the streaming providers. And they need that money for... Yeah. subscribers well the broadcasters right they need yeah, and ultimately the subscribers they need every subscriber to pay for it whether they watch it or not because they need so much money because they have to pay so much money to pay for the wizards and, and pay for the caps because those aren't cheap they're really expensive and now you're this cable of satellite company you are uh nbc washington and you're looking at this t this channel that is getting 0.00 share every part of the day until the 3 hours of the game yeah. and then it's get people watching and you're looking at this going this is my fourth highest you know most expensive channel that i've got now you're direct tv and you're carrying all of them yeah. you're carrying fox sports north and fox sports wisconsin and you're carrying you know all of these things you see it multiplies it by a whole nation and sports ironically the one reason to go to direct tv is what's killing direct tv
1: yeah well the one thing that i think these you know, satellite and cable providers didn't have the balls to do, but they should have, you put ESPN on a premium tier. Yes. And they just didn't want to do that because they felt like our customers expect ESPN because it's the sports channel.
2: Correct. Now, you know, this has been tried before when the nfl network launched that's right most of them tried to put it into its own tier because it was so expensive and they said no you know you're if you want us you have to be in everybody tier because they want every single subscriber paying them so that was uh that was a no-go but you're right that's uh, the ideal model really probably is to get a sports carve out on these and just have the sports people pay it
1: well, and then there's the people that say, why can't we have a la carte? This is America. We get what mm-hmm. we want, when we want it, and a lot of it, and we've got choice. How come I can't pick the 30 best channels I want? Bing, 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 bing. Line them up. I'll pay you 90 bucks a month. If I want 120 channels, then I pay you double or whatever the tiering is, 30, right. 60, 90, 120, and away you go. The, the, the content people will say, but then that would deprive you of new channels that are cropping up all the time that you didn't know you needed, like the History Channel or (laughs) Do-It-Yourself Network. And you go, why do I need DIY? There's already HGTV. And I guess the answer is, well, they got more pool-building shows on DIY than they do on HGTV. (laughs) Which is apparently a
2: big motivator for some people.
1: Do you ever watch pool-building shows like Pool Kings?
2: Nope. Why not? Uh, cause I've got uh, mm, several hundred more important things to do than do you, watch dudes pouring oh, cement in oh, the backyard.
1: Okay. Do you, uh, do you ever, did you ever dream growing up in Minnesota of owning an in-ground pool in your backyard?
2: See, here's what you need to understand about Minnesota. We, <laughs> what we do, we build custom hockey rinks in our backyard. I know. I'm not kidding. That's what we do. People don't do pools here because the pool season is is about nine weeks long. I know. Tops and (laughs) your hockey season is four months long in your backyard. I know. People have people with tiny backyards have built rinks that are almost the size of their backyard. They put up lights, stanchions, stands, the whole thing. Well, the reason I watch
1: the pool building shows is not because I yearn for one myself. Hell, I've got the acreage, and I'm sure I could, you know, somehow refi to get a pool put in. I don't want a pool because uh, there are a lot of cost. There's mm-hmm. a lot of cost, a lot of maintenance, and even for here in Virginia, there's not a lot of time to use it. It's still May 31st to September ish. Yeah, it's not yeah. a lot. Okay. It's not Phoenix. Yeah. It's not Florida. Okay, fine. The reason I watch it is because it's fascinating how nice they make these pools with all the fire features and slides and water stuff and the mechanics of we got to put this in and the rebar and the grout and everything else. But more importantly, Charge, I love watching the families and the guy and the gal, different ages, all you know, some are younger, some are older. And I look at the guys and I go, what does that dickhead do? to be able to afford such a nice house (laughs) and such a nice pool. And how come his wife seems so compliant and loving when she looks at him and they talk about this pool. Surely she must be a raging bitch at other times. (laughs) And in fairness, charge to be equitable. He must be a drunken asshole as well (laughs) so i watch the i watch the people as much as i do the pool building
2: um the one the show that i watch because my daughter likes it is the treehouse show i think it's called treehouse masters that's another one same thing it's the exact same thing how does this guy own 140 acres and it it, with lush forests and they're going to build a quarter of a million dollar tree house <laughs> get, who does that $250,000 treehouse. yes and that's it's always staggering to me and and I ask myself the same thing do these do how did these people make their money and they always seem affable enough but they don't seem like titans of industry
1: no same. no that's the other thing I look at these people going I'd bet everything I own I'm smarter than this guy that I could sit down and pass a general aptitude test about whatever, and I would smoke his ass. No fucking way he's smarter than me. Yeah, but he's got a pool and you don't. So who's the dummy?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great point. I don't uh, know. One more thing. One more thing before we leave these shows. Yeah. Yes or no? A binary answer on this. Yes or no? Have the property brothers had sex with each other? <laughs>
1: Dude, the Property Brothers are the second most ambiguously gay TV duo (laughs) since the guys on Mythbusters. (laughs) 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 But they're brothers. (laughs) They're brothers, so that'd be That's, really sick that they would be in a gay relationship. Not but, that there's anything wrong with it, of course.
2: Well, they're, not the well, gay part, the gay but part,
1: the brother yeah, the part. Brother, the brother part I'd have a problem with. But in today's judgmentless society, who knows?
2: <laughs> yeah, now we're the bad guys now because right. we're casting aspersions on brother-on-brother uh, brother sex. It, it, here's why I think they have. They're so smarmy and so f- they—they're so smarmy. I think the only people they feel worthy of inserting a penis into are each other. The rest <laughs> of the world's not up to their standards. So you think they come off as smarmy, huh? Oh God! Oh jeez! You time. don't.
1: Oh, I, man. I, I just think they're a bit proper, that's all. They're a bit reserved. They're a bit, aren't they Canadian? Don't most of these shows get filmed in Canada for tax I purposes? I believe that that's the be. case. believe that's that could, the case. I don't know. Well, anyway, it's a, it's a fascinating thing. I would say that HGTV is a woman's ESPN. It's their go-to whenever there's nothing else really on TV.
2: Yeah, I think I think you're right about that. If there's nothing else on, that's the default channel. Yeah, you're right about that. All right. So and and odds are there's something on that that is at least going to interest her a little bit.
1: Okay. Hey, listen up, past, present, and future, my bookie players. During Thanksgiving week, my bookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to two hundred and fifty dollars. If you win, congrats. You've got extra holiday spending money. If you lose, congratulations to you as well. My bookie will give all your money back. It is a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. Crazy, right? It doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer. My bookie welcomes all to come play. So quit waiting around and sign up today. Do you find yourself wanting to bet on sports but have a lot of questions? Don't sweat it, MyBookie's patient customer service team can walk you through the process. And the best part is, if you join this Thanksgiving week coming up, you'll still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign-up offer. Just log on to MyBookie.ag and make your first deposit with promo code ZABE. MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar, and that's on top of the risk-free bet. Let me repeat, that's a guaranteed deposit match and risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply can't lose. Root for your team this year, but get in on the action and hop on the gravy train with my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid. So we're in this age of over-the-top delivery of content, over-the-top streaming, Disney+. Plus launches tomorrow, or today, once you listen to this podcast, it'll be launching, and it's going to have original content you can't get anywhere else, like this Star Wars The Mandalorian TV series, which to my understanding is the first ever non-cartoon television series based on the Star Wars universe. Am I right? Say it
2: again. There was a lot of there's a lot of exceptions to that. The first, first ever non-cartoon it's first, TV version, right? It's the yes, first that Star Wars
1: TV show that's episodic, meaning week to week, you know, one hour or so episodes, other than cartoons. Right. Okay. Right. So this that is, is correct. So this is, is big, correct. which so is a big, what deal. If, what big deal. What if Star Wars with all the cool ass canon, as the nerds say, and all mm-hmm. the characters and all of the usual shit with the high level of production. What if that was a TV show? Well, now it will be, but only on Disney Plus. Mm. Have you ordered it yet?
2: I'm not I, as nerdy as I am, Zabe, and you know I'm a pretty big nerd. Star Wars has never been my jam, other than having a passing what? interest. What? I loved it as a kid, but <laughs> at some point, you know, it, you know, Lucas who took that 20 year break because he had to time it out with the divorce decree de- that he had yeah. with his wife um took the 20 year break and he lost me and you know since then i've just had passing interest in you know, in the other movies that have come out, I've seen them all, but I've seen them once, and right. mostly they, you know, they haven't done a lot for me. And what Lucas, of course, did to the the, the three oh movies god. after the original three oh was
1: my god the
2: literal word of the literal definition of abortion. Those three movies. <laughs> it was bad, <laughs> really bad.
1: So you're not, so you're not into it. I'm Interesting. Not, okay. I'm not. What Are about you
2: now? Yeah, but what about you? Are you into it? Because I wouldn't think you would be. I'm into it. I don't. I just don't know if I want to. Pay for it. Pay for it. Yes. I mean, uh, I don't
1: let's you. see. Let's see what I'm already paying for, in terms of subscriptions. Let me just count up off the top of my head. And shit, I'd have to go check my credit card bill because I'm sure there's things I'm like,
2: damn it, I'm still paying for that. Yeah. Is it and isn't that part of the isn't that part of the danger of this a little bit mm-hmm. is that you if you don't pay attention the 14.99 here and the 6.99 here a month. They, it starts to add up, right? So it does. You know, and by the way, you you mentioned Disney, Apple's Apple's TV just launched as well. That's right. As another one. Yeah.
1: That's right. And now they're all and and you know and certain key properties like Friends and The Office are jumping to different services. So if That's you right. bought Hulu because it had this, then you're not going to get it now. And blah blah blah. I I I don't mind paying five bucks a month for something like the Zabecast. Ding ding ding. But mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I, I don't have enough time to watch all this stuff.
2: Well, that's, you know, part of it is because you are extraordinarily busy and most people don't have as complicated a life as, as you do. I do
1: oh, think come I am. On. I think other people work harder no, than me not and not they're true. busier than me. I really do. And, and you know, no, and I, and during the sports season, which runs approximately from September to June, there's always something sportsy to watch on TV. And I'm always locked into that.
2: Distracted by that. Do you have Netflix? Yes. All right. That's now that's thirteen dollars a month unless you want the four K version. And if I know you, you've got the four K version of that, Netflix. No, that's be, fifteen dollars a month.
1: No, because I don't get good enough internet. And that's a whole oh, different story. And that quick, is. Quick sidebar on that. Tomorrow I'm going to record, probably illegally, but I'm gonna record the runaround I got from Verizon regarding getting 4G LTE home internet, a product and service that they proudly advertise on their website with pictures mm-hmm. and diagrams of a distinct coffee can-sized antenna that mounts on the side of your house. Oh. For people who don't want to get their internet from the cable company or Fios if it's not available, right? Okay, yeah. A distinct product that I spent an hour being lateraled around to different departments and different clueless service reps lateraled around like the final play in Cal versus Stanford <laughs>
0: with the band is on the field.
2: So It was comical. You, you, you dial the number that's on the ad and the people who answer don't know what you're talking about?
1: No. And then they give conflicting oh, answers about what it does. What are the limitations? And you can tell these service reps, they, they're American, but it sounds like they're off a juvenile parole and I, God, (laughs) God bless them charge. They, they, they're trying to hold a steady job and stay off the streets, but they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And so it's lateral from one place to the other with really no answers at the end of the day. And it's also complicated because what I found out was you can get good 4g signal in a lot of places. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're going to get good 4G speeds. Oh, geez. So signal and speed are different. Like I bet. And not only that, get this. So I've got this little hockey puck thing called a MiFi. Portable hotspot, right? Little yeah. mini yep. router. Yep. Great, great, device. great device. Great yeah. it, device. It caps out at 15 gigabytes a month. Oh, whereas, whereas my unlimited plan on my phones, it doesn't cap out. And yeah. I called him going, why the fuck can't I, why don't you treat this hockey puck like my phone? It doesn't matter. Right. Data's, what the, what the, data's the data is data. Data's data. My monthly bill to you with my phone and two daughters and a wife is $386 a month. Come on. Yeah. No and kidding. No answers. Okay. Uh, sidebar over. We get back to our red, regularly scheduled okay. discussion of streaming, Hulu, Disney Plus, Hulu. et cetera. What, right. do you, so- what do you pay for?
2: Net, everybody I know, I, every, oh yeah, literally Netflix. everybody I know has Netflix, and everybody I know has Amazon Prime Video because they have Amazon Prime, and the video comes with it. Right. So I think everybody's got that. But now it's a lot more complicated just because of what's changed in the last several months. Apple TV is five bucks a month now. That comes with no, no prior. Programming. All you get are the shows that they are launching new now, including the Jennifer Aniston show and Reese Witherspoon show, right. which they're which they're pushing hard. It's called I mean, the morning it, show.
1: It's a TV network drama, right?
2: Correct. Yeah. Now, if they really wanted to bring, if they really wanted to make that their signature show, they should have contractually obligated her to do it topless. And in which case, <laughs> I think the launch would have been much more interesting.
1: Who, Aniston or Witherspoon?
2: Well. Can they do, how about both? All right. I mean, they you can, got, be, they you can got, be touching.
1: You got the two of them in a room. Who are you going mm-hmm. for? Aniston?
2: I, Aniston, because I, there's, just think about the bragging rights on that.
1: Bragging rights better, body better. Uh, but I think, I think Reese Witherspoon, when she's on point, oh mm-hmm. man, it's something about her. Have you seen Four uh, Four Christmases?
2: No, i never heard of it. What is it? Is this a holiday film I should have on my list?
1: Oh, it's it's Vince Vaughn and it's Reese Witherspoon, and it's outstanding.
2: Well, she's a better actress, that's for certain. And right. frankly, if her acting ability translates to the bedroom, that's probably going to be better for me and my ego.
1: Okay. Four Christmases, check it out. Uh involves uh, a, a cameo by Robert Duvall as the psycho uh, father of Vince Vaughn and his psycho brother uh, wrestling. Some great scenes in it. Holiday season, put it on your list. Okay. Is so, it a
2: comedy? It sounds like a comedy.
1: It's a comedy. Yes, it is.
2: Okay. All right. Good. Okay. Now, what about Disney? Now, the new Disney, seven bucks a month. We we talked about that a little bit earlier. You get to watch the Simpsons. You get all of the Disney stuff, and you get the Star Wars, and you also get a bunch of Marvel stuff. You get Pixar stuff. So there's there, I you know they're Hold trying on. to hit.
1: Disney yeah. bought the Simpsons. They did. Fox property. Interesting. Yep. Yep. that's a cross flex right there. That's like that's like Dick Stockton calling an AFC versus AFC game. Weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um then NBC's got the Peacock channel, which I think hasn't quite launched yet or is launching soon. It's got Parks and Rec. Cheers. Everybody loves Raymond. Um a sizable back catalog that's come with Comcast as well. It's free for Comcast. Uh, cable people and Comcast broadband. Everybody else has to pay. Mm-hmm. HBO just launched theirs. You wouldn't, you know, HBO's already a premium channel, but now they've got their own streaming service at 15 bucks a month. That's coming next year, and we'll have Friends and The Big Bang Theory, two shows whose laugh track makes it literally impossible for me to enjoy even one second of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who, Big Bang Theory, and what was the other one? Friends. Yeah, no, nah, I, I ain't got time for that shit. See, the way I consume television is I wait. I lie in the weeds until something is a certified, bona fide runaway hit, like Game of Thrones, like mm-hmm. Breaking Bad, like mm-hmm. The Wire, The Sopranos, etc. A lot of shows, they peter out after three, four, five seasons. I wait until a, a product is mature, and then I'll watch it. And I'll enjoy it. Like, to me, the notion of watching a series that sh- shits the bed after three years is a colossal waste of time.
2: Look at Lost. Did you ever get invested in Lost? No. Because that's the perfect example of what you're talking about. Right. A s- brilliant season one that they had already scripted out the whole season one, and it was phenomenal. And every single season got stupider by the season. And by the time they get to season six and they're wrapping it up, you're, you have now at that point put so much time. You could have graduated with a master's degree for the time that you put in to a terrible TV show.
1: Funny that you mentioned master's degree. The other thing that I've talked about with buddies is that instead of investing in a new series that I may or may not enjoy or may or may not last more than three seasons, I have plans to go back and get my doctorate in certain really? shows like The Office, ah, mm-hmm. like Seinfeld, mm-hmm. like The Sopranos, where I literally take notes on every episode And I immerse myself so that when I'm at a party, I'm the Mm -hmm. biggest fucking expert in a handful (laughs) of legendary shows ever. Now, I will be quickly annoying and the least the guy you don't want to talk to at this party. But I will know my shit because I would rather go back and watch Deadwood start to finish. I'd rather go back and watch The Sopranos start Mm -hmm. to finish than invest in a show that may or may not be any good.
2: Well, especially if the show is designed to run many seasons and the quality of it, you you can't judge. You wanna wait till it's completely over and then you'll know. I think there's something to that. I talk about this with video games all the time. The best, the smartest video game players are the ones who are very patient. If you wait a year after that game launched, launched, if you still want to play it and you still have the fire to play that game, great. It's half price. All the bugs have been worked out and all the DLC is now included. And you're going to pay half price if you wait one year. And that's a a lot what you're talking about as well.
1: All right. While we're on video games, let's do a hard segue. Then I'm going to ask about Kirk and the Vikes, and then we're going to be done tonight. And I appreciate your time. On the video game front, what big exciting is coming out this coming Christmas season?
2: Um, Most of it's already launched, but there are two games coming up uh, this week. There's a new, speaking of Star Wars, there's a new Star Wars game. Um, Jedi Force Unleash something like that. I forget the name of it, and that's um, it sounds
1: like you're real excited about it.
2: Well, actually, it's it, by the, the, the buzz on it's extremely strong, but there have been a lot of bad Star Wars games, so we're going to take our time on that. And then, uh, Nintendo's got a Pokemon game coming, and I don't need to tell you, or maybe I do need to tell you, do you have a grasp of how big Pokemon is still? Not still, it's bigger than ever. They have. How? Pokemon has its own like E3 called polka fest or something. And it <laughs> draws, it draws thousands of people. I happened to be in Chicago the weekend. It was there this past summer. And we're saying to ourselves, how come the huge park that's right outside of Chicago, uh, why is this entire park all blocked off? And why is it filled with thousands and thousands of people? It's Pokemon. And they show up for this thing. It's it, Pokemon is it's, It's bigger than ever worldwide. The only reason
1: I ask incredulously is because most of these Asian inspired trends from Korea and Japan, et cetera, they peter out. They have their run and then they're done. So Pokemon is so old. Do, Do people still play Pokemon Go where they run around and try to catch a virtual Pikachu on top of a park bench?
2: do they ever? Oh, and that's geez. what most of these people at this thing were doing because they seed these events with Pokemon Go characters, oh. monsters that you can only get by playing it in Chicago on that weekend. Oh, my God. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Are you into it? So, yeah. Nope. Not okay. my deal. Like,
1: nope, not my bang. No, no. Not I'm going to get out of that
2: fast. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Now, you may have seen uh, a bunch of ads for uh, something called Death Stranding because the advertising by Sony has been just unstoppable. And especially if you watch sports and it is a, uh, it's a, it's the first game by a legendary Japanese guy, uh, a video game guy who did uh, the solid snake metal gear, solid games. And um, the game is so dumb. Zabe, you, the most of the game is carrying boxes from one side of a, city to another side of a city like you'll go over a mountain carrying boxes up that's most of the game is carrying boxes
1: you know what we should do for next visit the dumbest video game (laughs)
2: concepts
1: (laughs) that were ever mass produced what was the one video game that was such a dud that it ended up in a landfill and there was a craze to go find it in the landfill. I watched a documentary about people who went searching this landfill for one of a hand... It was an E.T. game, wasn't it?
2: That's exactly right. So back when the... And you're old enough to remember, the Atari 2600 was a very big deal. And Atari wanted to cash in on the E.T. craze that was going on right at that moment. So the movie comes out, right? And the movie launches, and it's massively successful. And Atari decides they want in. The, Spielberg says no, 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 no. He will not sell the rights. And eventually, Atari offers so much money that they're virtually bankrupting the company to get it. And so they they buy the rights. But now the problem, Zabe, is to maximize it. They got to get the thing out the door in like two months because you know it's a movie and you know it's not going to be it's not going to be huge forever. So they get they have one programmer. And they tell this programmer, (laughs) you've got two months now. And so and he says, just I don't want you guys bugging me. Just let me go do this thing and I'll have it for you in two months. Unbeknownst to them, he is such a deep stoner that he spends the two months away from the company perpetually high and comes back at the end of two months with the biggest bunch of junk game that's ever seen an Atari logo ever. And so they they flood the marketplace with all of these uh, ET games. And of course, it does horribly well. It's the butt of jokes. Nobody buys it. Atari's practically bankrupt, and they ultimately end up throwing them all in the landfill.
1: <laughs> well, guess what? This box game is going to rival one of the all- carrying boxes from one side of a mountain to another. To another. Yeah, that's that's death
2: stranding right there. Did you, ever, yeah.
1: uh, did you ever hear about Custer's revenge for the Atari 2600? Nudity. Unbelievable. I'm reading of this right now. This could not have been the case. It was a game in which you play General Custer trying to get back at the Native Americans, which included a pixelated attempt on that crude system to rape a naked Native American woman tied to a pole. (laughs) That green lights that. (laughs) That actually got released for the Atari 2600.
2: Can you believe it? uh, Keep in mind, if you decide, Dave, you decide you're going to make a a game for any system. You don't get to just bring it to market. You ultimately have to, get it through the approval process of that of that console publisher so right. Atari Atari Signed had off to look at it. this and sign off on I'm it. I'm That's looking
1: right. i'm looking at a crude custer pixelated like the duck dragons in adventure because it's about the same time and he's got this pixelated boner sticking up <laughs> <laughs> oh my god unbelievable all right now real quick kirk cousins big win with the Vikings on the road at Dallas on Sunday night. What's the mood in the Twin Cities?
2: Um so mostly the mood's very good, although the Vikings, you know, easily could have lost it. And we feel like we got handed the game a little bit. Here's the Vikings pass defense is just all kinds of bad, but worse it's been in five or six years, maybe maybe longer. And they can't stop Dak Prescott. Cowboys are driving at the end of the game. They've completed, I think, seven straight passes on which could be a game winning drive. And then they get into about the seven yard line at the end of the game and they decide to run for no gain and run for no gain and then have to settle for a field goal. And that ends up being uh, the difference in the game. Now, for the Kirk haters, this was a very, very bad game. Because what they 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 really wanted to be able to come back and say, well, we won in spite of Kirk or because they've been hanging on to Kirk can't win in primetime. Can't Kirk can't beat a 500 team. Kirk can't win in a nationally televised game. And he pulled off the trifecta in throwing two touchdowns and no interceptions in that game. And um, and so they're they're pretty upset. Now, what I'm going to do, Zabe, to really rattle my followers yeah. tomorrow and, and your listeners, it'll be today. Um, I do a recap bit every Tuesday with our local station KFAN. I am going to begin insisting that they give Kirk Cousins a contract extension.
1: <laughs> well, you can do that's, that. You can do that to troll him, but you know next year is his last year. That's right. And that's going to be my case. And honestly, are you thinking about okay after next year no matter how Kirk looks, we want to get back in the business of finding somebody as good as him because he does so many things very well and he throws a really nice ball and he can make sweet music with a defense and a running game. Mm -hmm. I I just don't know. I don't know why people think he is any worse than say Matt Ryan. I don't get it. I think they're kind of the same player. He might be more mobile than Matt Ryan.
2: I don't know what it is. Well, everybody's more mobile than Matt Ryan.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Well, anyway, Um, I thought your pants were a little blue last night. I thought they weren't as purple as they should be. It could be my television set. Maybe I need to adjust Uh, the color science on those unis.
2: I didn't, I didn't notice anything. So I I think it might've been you. I don't know. They, you know, the the store, the store color settings are not good. You know that.
1: Charge yours in whiskey, nerdery, video games, and more. I thank you for your time. What a fun chat this was. We'll do it again soon. And I'll see you on Friday for our fantasy advice of the week. Bye bye. All right, buddy.
2: Why are you doing this? It was our idea together, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. We agreed to to say that, but on oh,
0: take. Off.
1: Hey, listen up, past, present, and future MyBookie players. During Thanksgiving week, my Bookie is offering a risk-free bet on the Bears Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread for up to $250. If you win, congrats. You've got extra holiday spending money. If you lose, congratulations to you as well. My Bookie will give all your money back. It is a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose. It's no risk, all gravy. Crazy, right? It doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer. My bookie welcomes all to come play, so quit waiting around and sign up today. Do you find yourself wanting to bet on sports but have a lot of questions? Don't sweat it, MyBookie's patient customer service team can walk you through the process. And the best part is, if you join this Thanksgiving week coming up, you'll still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign-up offer. Just log on to MyBookie.ag and make your first deposit with promo code ZABE. MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar, and that's on top of the risk-free bet. Let me repeat, that's a guaranteed deposit match and risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply can't lose. Root for your team this year, but get in on the action and hop on the gravy train with my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid.
0: We travel to see what's around the bend and what we're capable of. And now Capital One's new class of travel card can keep up with you. Introducing Venture X from Capital One. With 10X miles on hotels and rental cars and 5X miles on flights booked through Capital One travel and 2X miles on everything else you buy. Venture X. For those always asking, where next? Capital One. What's in your wallet?
2: Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.